Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Saturday, November 16th, 2013. Welcome to the show. If you would like to join us in the chat room, go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Andrew News. Uh, picture that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Saxophonist Andrew New is an arranger and composer, and he is back on the show with a new album called Everything Happens for a Reason. Andrew, welcome back to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, Terry. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. This is great. Well, thank you for for coming back. Everything happens for a reason. What prompted that title? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that I kept finding myself saying. It just seemed like the right thing to say when things don't always go as planned. Um, a couple of years ago, I was uh, all set to do a, a, a tour, or just, I guess, a show in, I think it was Bermuda, and it was the end of a, a really nasty winter, um, and it was just, just, seemed like it was never going to end. We were really looking forward to the show with uh, Bobby Caldwell that I've been touring with for the last couple of years. And some about a month before that, I think it fell through, and we were all disappointed about it. So I made some arrangements and managed to hook up a show at the Burke's Jazz Fest in Reading, Pennsylvania, which I don't know if any of you have been there. It's really one of the best jazz festivals in the country. And so I went to the show and, and, and was so inspired by seeing so many great musicians and hanging out um, meeting with these fans that are so passionate, and then just the, the people that put on this show are so great and so accommodating to the artists. It was just really that was where I meant to be at, at that moment. You know, Bermuda would have been nice, but this is where I was meant to be. And, you know, you can make all these plans about how everything is supposed to go, but mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes a left turn and you just got to go with the fluff. Mm-hmm, I agree. And yes, I have attended uh, a Berks Jazz Festival and had a great time. Um, that was a few years ago. I haven't been back since, but it was really nice. I really enjoyed that a lot. So yeah, well, good. So now I have to say, because I mentioned this to Andrew just before we came on the air, that he has this young boy, boyish look about him. He looks all of 20 and, uh, you know, with the, with the curl, the blonde curls and the young face and everything. I mean, you just, you just have this really boyish young look about you. And I really like, um, you know, your covers are really nice. They're very well done. And uh, let, tell me about this new cover. Um, where was that picture taken? Uh, that was taken by a photographer named Betty Grace Meyer in Los Angeles. Yes. And okay. She's she's fabulous, and she's just a, such a mm-hmm. sweet lady. And she actually, I love her because she has blonde curly hair too. So we we, we bonded right uh-huh. there. <laughs> but if you've ever been to uh, Spagatini's in Seal Beach. Um, mm-hmm. in, in California, her artwork actually is up on all the walls around there. She takes pictures, photographs, and then she goes and, and actually digitally manipulates the, the colors and the art 
and, yeah. and sort of smears him around and does this really cool thing that she's the only one that does that and has a, a very unique um, um, vision that she has for these pictures. And But you can still recognize what the content is, but it just has this whole different look to it. And she's a really neat lady and obviously a great photographer because she made me, made me look so much better than I actually do in real life. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the case, but yes, I'm very familiar with Betty and her work. Um, I've had her on the show um, to talk to her about that. She does beautiful, beautiful work, and uh, definitely she is into CD covers. So great job. Great job, Betty. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. All right, so let's go through the list of artists uh, on this CD. You have some great, great artists here joining you. Let's, Let's go through that list. Tell us about that. Oh yeah, we're not we're not messing around here. Oh no, uh, no, well, not I, at all. <laughs> well, the whole thing started by by working with uh, Brian Bromberg, who's uh, obviously one of the most amazing bass players um, on the scene out there, both in straight ahead traditional jazz and and smooth and contemporary jazz. He worked on my last couple of records in Clearview and um, Try Something New. We sat down. Um, I guess it was in the springtime of. 2012 um, when uh, we just started talking about what we wanted to do on this record and we knew we wanted to make a really an organic record something that was almost uh, retro kind of 1960s kind of vibes as a madman kind of a thing in terms of having real musicians come in and channeling some of the music of like Quincy Jones and Henry Mancini and Sergio Mendez and just kind of bring in a little bit more of that uh, organicness to it. So, you know, we knew we wanted certain players and we definitely wanted real musicians coming in. So um, we made some calls and we put together a band of of, uh, Jeff Lorber on keys. And Jeff was like the keyboard player on the session, you know. It's not like he just sent it apart. You know, he was there and we hung out for a few days and, uh, he played on the whole record, which is really neat. Uh, Third Richardson, who was an amazing drummer, he played on the Summer Horns tour. Um, Tom Schumann on piano also did a track. And uh, I also used um, Steve Oliver, and I uh, did a couple of tunes together where he actually, we actually wrote a tune together. And then the tune I think I just heard a little while ago called Poolside that we uh, that I actually wrote with him in mind. It's definitely a, a Steve Oliver type tune, so I knew I wanted to have him on the record. And, and he and I worked together on a couple other projects. I played on his last record, so it was really neat to have him, him on there. Um, Rick Braun played on a couple of tracks. Rick and I played together a, a, a number of times live, and we've always talked about trying to do a project together, so I was really excited to finally be able to put that together. Um, and then, uh, of course, we have uh, Bobby Caldwell. Um, I've been touring with Bobby for the last couple of years, and I played on his last record, and he was actually on my Try Something New record. We covered his tune, Next Time I Fall in Love. But this time around, we did something a little different. We, uh, I actually took one of the, a tune that I'd written many years ago that was sort of a kind of a jazz standard kind of a thing and brought it to him and said, hey, Bobby, you think you could maybe write some lyrics to this? And um, He looked at the title, and the title is called What Would I Do? And for me, I wrote that in thinking that what, could I, what would I do if I couldn't play music anymore? You know, sort of a heartbreaking kind of thing for me. And so I showed that to him, and he said, oh, that's a, it's a great title, but... I don't think it's going to be something that people can relate to. So he actually uh, is just a, a, a master at creating lyrics, and he kind of created this whole other idea of what would you do if you couldn't be with the, the person that you're supposed to be with, you know, the person that you love. And I think we created a, a real kind of a jazz standard, um, hopefully be part of like the uh, Great American Songbook. We certainly wrote it in that tradition and recorded it with a full orchestra, 40 strings, um, 
French horn. Uh, wow. I played flute, clarinet. Uh, my big brother played trumpet on it and uh, oboe. And um, it it's really sounds like a, a classic, timeless track. And I'm very proud of that. You know, one of my favorite um, instruments to hear in a song are strings. I love that, the vibe that the strings give to music. Um, so, and to hear that you've done this with a live orchestra is, I, I like to hear that too, because so many, you know, so much music now is done by the computer and, you know, sure. by you sending tracks by emails to everyone to play. So it's nice to hear that sometimes stuff is done live in the studio. So that's good to that's, hear. And that was, yeah, that was definitely the goal of this record. And computers are great. We use them all the time, but human beings are a whole lot better. And yes. I think you hear, you hear the humanness on this record. And I think that's what I'm hoping is going to make this a little bit more uh, of a timeless record, that I'll be able to go back to this in, say, 5, 10, 20 years down the line and listen to it and not cringe thinking, oh my gosh, what were we thinking back in 2012 when we made this record? It sounds so dated. I want it to sound like it could be, a, it could have been recorded in 1950 or 19, uh, you know, 77 or, or 2020. I want it to have that, that kind of feel to it. And I think real instruments uh, will always be real. I think they'll always be timeless. And, and I agree. Hopefully we got that. I agree. I agree. Well, since you talked to you, you told the story behind what would I do? I'm going to play that first, but I have a phone call. Area code six zero one. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz with Andrew New. Thank you. How you do, How you guys doing this evening? Good. Is this Ollie? Um, yes, this is me. You recognize my voice now. <laughs> and your phone number. Hi, Ollie. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was trying to listen online, and I'm having a little trouble with my computer. That's why I got on the phone. Okay. All right. Did you have a question for Andrew? No, I was just listening. Uh, I was listening to one of his earlier albums today, uh, Try Something New. I really like that, and I like this new one, too. Oh, he great. coming. <laughs> hey, man, I, I like my job. I'm definitely going to keep him coming. <laughs> Well, All right, well, Ollie, I'm sorry, Carwell. go ahead. The Bobby Carwell, the son of Bobby Carwell song? Yes, That's I'm going nice. to play that now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you got it. God bless you, man. <laughs> okay, Ollie, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put you on hold. I'll come back to you um, in a few minutes if you, you know, do have a question or a comment, but I'll go ahead and put you on hold for now. Okay. All right, thanks for calling. Hey, Mike, how are you? Doing great, guys. How's it going today? Good, good. All right. Uh, from Andrew News, a new CD. Um, oh, Lord, the, the title, Everything Happens for a Reason. My apologies. This is What Would I Do? And Bobby Caldwell is doing the vocals on this. Hard to endure And quite 
do featuring Bobby Caldwell on vocals that is from saxophonist Andrew News a new CD everything happens for a reason um Andrew when you're working with an orchestra like that live um how how long did it take that particular song for you guys to do uh well the the, or, the strings were actually recorded we actually had uh 10 string players that we recorded okay. four times so there's uh-huh. there's 40 strings on there and um I actually played all the flute parts. So I actually, there are four different flute parts. So I actually played that four times 
uh, and then there's five different clarinet parts, so I had to play that through five times. Um, wow. So this is one of the things that, I, I, unfortunately, we, were, we weren't able to cut with the full orchestra sitting in the room with us, but all, okay. all the parts are there. Um, but I have played many times with the, the um, orchestras, including the Philadelphia Orchestra and Peter Nero and the Philly Pops. And so there's definitely nothing like sitting in the middle of a 60 or a 70 or 100-piece orchestra and, and feeling that, that presence around you. There's a, certainly a weight to it and um, sort of a sense of history to it as well. I mean, you're sitting with you know, a sea of string players and, and people that have spent their lives playing Beethoven symphonies and, and Mozart and, and Brahms and, and Debussy and Dvorak. I mean, there's a lot of really uh, heavyweight music that these people have been exposed to, and that's all that they're bringing to every performance. And, I, you know, I think we're all kind of that way. We're sort of the sum of everything we've done up to that point. And when you're playing with musicians like that, it's, it's just a whole different element than, you know, people like jazz musicians which are sort of coming from a different place, you know. Okay. It's all, it's all good. Now, are you playing more flute um, on this CD? I, 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 I played flute a little bit on the past couple of CDs, I think. I'm trying to remember. But, um, yeah, this one I definitely did a lot more flute playing. You can hear it on, on a tune called Vespa, and I played it on another tune called Hit Me Up. And okay. um, mostly just kind of background parts or anything. I didn't really do any jazz improvisation on that, but... Um, I did on Peter White's last record. There's a tune called Costa Rica, which uh, I did a lot of flute soloing on this one tune. And um, so, you know, I, I, it's part of it, but there's so many amazing flute players out there like, uh, you know, Nelson Rangel and, and um, um, Dave Valentine and Nestor Torres. And I'm such a huge fan of, of jazz and, and Latin flute players that, you know, I'm not sure I have the confidence to step up and do that myself, but, you know, it's all part of what I do. And, you know, if I can bring another element of, of what I have going on musically into my records, I, I try to do that if I, if I think it's good enough to be on the records. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, you had mentioned Brian Bromberg. Um, I'd be interested to hear how you met him. Um, you know, the thing about the music industry is, especially in, in what we do as, as jazz musicians, is so much of it is word of mouth, uh, who you know. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I was very fortunate that I had a, a, a friend that I went to college with who was uh, uh, living in, in, in California, living in Los Angeles, and, and she liked to go out to shows and all that, and she got to be friendly with uh, Brian. I think he was playing a show somewhere. And so we were talking, and she said, oh, hey, do you know this, this bass player, Brian Bromberg? And literally at that moment, in my car stereo, uh, I had his Jocko CD. I had been, I think I'd gotten it, I don't know, some, you know, not long before that I was listening to it. And, you know, it was just one of these things that, was just perfect because like I've been listening to him and she brings him up and she said, you know, yeah, you really ought to think about working with him. He's doing a lot of producing. He's a great bass player. Of course, I know him obviously as a bass player, but didn't realize the amount of producing he had done over the years and continues to do so. And um, as I said, this is my third record that I worked on with him and this one being the most involved because we really started from scratch with this one together. And, uh, you know, it was just, he seemed like the perfect person because he is coming from both the straight ahead and the funk. And he played upright bass, as you heard on that last track, I think on six of the ten tunes on the record. Mm, okay. um, so it just seemed like a good match. And, and it's just one of these things where it's just you happen to be talking to someone and they say, oh, yeah, you should think about this guy or think about this guy or go check out this person. And that's just how it works in this business, you know, where we all kind of know each other a little bit. And, you know, you know one person, they introduce you to someone else, and all of a sudden that's the perfect relationship right there. Everything happens for a reason. 
Ah. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did? Yes. Yes, definitely. Now, Perfect. Now, 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 even with the addition of Brian, and I know this um, record, you have a, a full horn section, a full string orchestra added to this. Was was that your idea to do that, or was that a combination of you guys, you know, working together? Because, you know, Brian does some stuff like that, too, with his music. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, again, one of the reasons that I thought it was great to work with Brian, because he has done that. Uh, my background, I, I was actually trained as a classical uh, saxophonist, if, if you can believe that. Um, that not You don't really hear a lot about classical saxophonists. Um, but, you know, I mean, I was actually, and I grew up listening to classical music, so it's always really been something that I, I enjoyed doing and, and, as I said, playing in orchestras. And he's used strings on, on his last few records, uh, particularly that um, the Brazilian record that he did, the Jobim record. Um, but, yeah, I, I always love playing in great horn sections, and uh, there's nothing like that feeling of, of playing in a section that's all really locking in. And if you listen to my other records, uh, really starting with Inspire, uh, but in Clearview and uh, Try Something New, you hear the horns on the record. So I, I knew I really wanted to make them much more of a presence on this record. And mm-hmm. really the goal of this record was to make a record that, that I kind of wanted to hear myself, you know, as a, as a fan of music. I wanted to make the record that I would want to pop, buy and, and sit down and listen. And, you know, I love the live strings, but I, I really love a great horn section. And we had Anthony Bonsera, uh, who uh, he and I lead, he's a trumpet player, and he and I lead a big band in Los Angeles together. And uh, he tours with Big Band Voodoo Daddy. Um, Rob Shear on trumpet, who was uh, one of the musicians he subs with the, the um, L.A. Phil and plays on Dancing with the Stars and all the Family Guy soundtracks and American Dad. Um, and then Andy Martin on trombone, who was just uh, uh, really a, a legend in Hollywood. He's played on a million movie soundtracks and the Gordon Goodwin big band, and you see him on TV. And I mean, it's just these were amazing musicians. And I played saxophone in the section, which was just so much fun for me, just because these guys are they're just so great, you know, just to be able to play with them. Good musicians are easy to play with, you know, just because mm-hmm. they play right in tune. You know, they play very consistently, but they're still such passion and musicality behind it too it, it just it brings a whole new life and and just the fact that all the all the charts all the horn charts were i wrote so it was really neat to have them playing all this music that i wrote so it's, it's just part of who i am i think it's part of my sound mm, okay good now um the next song i want to play is poolside so tell me about this one uh, Poolside, as I mentioned, this is a tune that, that Steve Oliver and I uh, did together. I, I wrote the tune after I'd worked on Steve's record, and I just thought this would be, just had his name all over it, stylistically. Mm-hmm. And if you know Steve, as uh, a fabulous guitar player and vocalist, and, and not just a guitar player, but he understands how to get into like, really the guitar synthesizers and all that, um, and as creating these, these amazing uh, sonic palettes, both um, with, the, with the synthesizers, the guitars, and also percussion, too. Um, so, you know, we started on this tune together and then we, we ended up, uh, um, doing that really the full live band on it when we cut the whole session, but, you know, you'll hear guitar, uh, uh, the guitars on there are all Steve stuff. And, um, it's just a tune that I thought, you know, it was, was upbeat and happy and, po- uh, positive and just full of energy. And that's, that's really who Steve is. And, um, so, you know, he's a good friend and, and I thought this would be a great thing that we could collaborate on. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what the gist of it. Okay, from Everything Happens for a Reason, this is Poolside.
All right, that was Poolside from saxophonist Andrew News, a new CD, Everything Happens for a Reason. Um, I would like to read a couple of reviews um, on this CD. Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Rise says, This album is chock full of listening pleasure for many types of jazz lovers. Refreshing, creative, and full of zest and appeal. JazzMonthly.com, If Everything Happens for a Reason, the news emergence as a bona fide leader and not just a great sideman putting out occasional solo albums is something that the contemporary jazz gods have ordained. Now it's up to the listeners to open their collective ears and say, yes, we love Cos, Mindy, Gerald, Kirk, but there's room for one more sax star in the galaxy. And smoothjazz.com says... To my ear, Andrew News, Everything Happens for a Reason will be his breakout album. It's got all the ingredients in place, strong songs, world-class musicianship, brilliant production. This is a monster of a hit, and that is from Scott O'Brien. Good job. Yeah, thanks. I wish, I could, I wish I'd written it myself, but boy, <laughs> how about that? Yeah. Now, you mentioned um, your Inspire CD. Um, mm-hmm. I was on YouTube last night looking at your videos, and I came across one um, with the song Love Won't Wait Another Minute. Who's singing oh, that? Yeah. Uh, there's two singers on there. Um, one is the, the, the main male vocal is uh, Arlen Gilliam, who's a, he's actually a bass player out of Atlantic City. Um, and uh, I actually uh, I haven't run into him in years and years, but uh, he was playing, I think, the Legends show that they had there in Atlantic City. Um, I think they had that. They got a, a legend show in Vegas, don't they? Yes, I think so. I think yes. so. Yeah, yeah. He was he was just playing bass for that show. He was just a great singer and seemed perfect for that track. And then the uh, all the stacked uh, background vocals were uh, uh, a woman named uh, Christina Pruitt, who's a, a really talented singer, also out of Atlantic City, and just has an ear for hearing these inside parts that like I just never would have thought of. And all of a sudden she's just like, Hey, just give me another track. Give me another track. I'll put, put another part on there. But uh, yeah, she's, she's terrific. And, and I'm a big fan of hers and um, she's definitely worth checking out herself because she's also a great songwriter too. That's a nice song. That's a really nice <laughs> song. How do you um, spell Arlen's last name? Uh, Gil, uh, like G I L L I A M. Gilly. Okay. Yeah, that was a really nice yeah. song. I was yeah, I googled yeah. it and I kept looking. I was looking for the um, vocalist on it and I couldn't find it. But yeah, that was really nice. It's called um, uh, "Love Won't Wait Another Minute," mm-hmm. and it's on um, Andrew's Inspire CD. Very nice. Yeah, thank you. Really nice. One. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, what's coming up? Where are you headed next in terms of uh, shows and traveling? Uh, well, I'm actually, I, I have some shows coming up with Bobby, but I'm actually more excited about the shows that I have uh, coming up promoting the record. We're doing some CD release parties. Um, one next Friday, uh, November 22nd, if you're in the New York, Philly, New Jersey area, has a place called the Firehouse Cafe in Mount Holly, New Jersey. That's a really mm-hmm. terrific room there. Um, some of my videos, I think, online are from there from a couple years ago. Um, and then I go to Florida at Jazz Jazz's Nightlife in Boca Raton with Bobby Caldwell on December 1st and 2nd. And then on the 4th, I go to uh, Reno, and I play at the Nugget Casino, and that's a show of mine that I'm doing there. Uh, they have a great concert series there on Wednesday nights. Um, you've probably seen a lot of others, other artists playing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, I'm doing a little promotional thing at Spagatini's on that following Sunday, 
but mostly that's going to be promoting my show that I'm doing at Spagatini's in Seal Beach, California on December 28th, and that's going to be, I'm very excited about doing that show there in Seal Beach, because I've, I've sat in there a few times and placed the shows, but this will be my first time actually leading a show there at Spagatini's. Um, okay. Oh, and and the week before that, on December 21st, right before the holiday, I'll be playing at Building 24 in Reading, Pennsylvania, and that's uh same people that put on the Burke's Jazz Fest. They have a great new room there that they just opened up, I think, around the time of Burke's Jazz Fest last spring, and it's called Building 24, and that's December 21st. So uh, some things coming up, but they're all, you can see all these dates and all the info on my website, which, of course, is uh, andrewnew.com, and don't forget that it's N-E-U, Mm-hmm. Interview. So I hope to see All you guys at some of those shows. All right. Okay, I'm going yeah, to bring Ollie back on in case he has a question or a comment. Ollie? Hey, I just got a comment. I, I want to thank you, Jay Queen, for adding a new dimension to my music listening. I've uh, you <laughs> buy a CD and you listen to it, and you just want to tell the person or your guy, like uh, uh, him, to, hey, I really like that song, you know. Now I get mm-hmm. a chance. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I right. appreciate you calling Thanks, in, Ollie. Ollie. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you calling in. You've called in for the last couple of shows um, for people that we've interviewed, and I really appreciate you doing that. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay, Mike, you were going to say something? No, I was just saying that, you know, I definitely look forward to, uh, you know, seeing Andrew Plague. And I think last time I seen Andrew was at Burke's Jazz Fest. Actually, maybe, you think, what, two years ago? Okay. Uh, we met, yeah, and everything up there, but I would definitely love to see you down in, in the D.C. area. So, you know, yeah. You know, well, we're you, working on that. There's a couple of venues down there we're looking to check out. And, and I, I usually get in there once or, once or twice a year at the Rams Head with Bobby, but uh, I'm definitely looking to – I know there's some venues down there that we're, we're looking to check out and do some shows in there. So keep an eye on the website for that, and we'll, we'll definitely be letting people know when we're coming in. Okay, well, great. I look forward to seeing you. Yeah, me All too. Right. We'll, we'll definitely sit down and have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike doesn't drink, so it'll probably have to be water or soda or something. You know, I'm a lightweight myself, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you won't get him drinking any alcohol. That won't, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right. So, um, Andrew, I'm going to close the show with take five. And I just want to thank you again for giving us another chance to speak with you. Oh, my goodness, Terry, this is wonderful. Um, Thank you so much for having me on here. This is, you know, I so appreciate what you're doing for all the artists and spinning the tunes and, and, you know, just just taking the time to catch up with us, which is really great. Uh, You know, as I said, I'm so happy to be able to do what I do and, and blessed to be able to share it with people that really enjoy this kind of music that, I just can't imagine another way of, of making a living that combined all of my passions, you know. I mean, I, I just love playing music. It's, it's my hobby. It's my passion. But, you know, I'm grateful that it can be my job, too. And they say if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. And, That's you know, right. unfortunately for people like you help to make that happen for me, and I appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, so tell me about Take 5. Uh, well, as I said, you know, I, I spent a lot of time playing a lot of different kinds of music, um, including straight-ahead jazz. And, uh, you know, as a saxophone player, you you grow up listening to certain players, and one of the players I listened to was Paul Desmond, who was the uh, saxophone player with the Brubeck Quartet. He was uh, on their their monumental record, Time Out, came out there in 1959-1960, and one of the tunes in there was one of Paul's tunes called Take Five, and of course I learned that, and it was sort of unusual because it was in 5-4 time, and 
So a few years ago, uh, I worked up an arrangement on my own where we do the, do the tune in four four on our live show, and we would we did it on almost every live show just because we really enjoyed playing it and the people enjoyed listening to it. But I was always sort of hesitant about recording it because hey, you know what, it's been done a million times and done really well. Grover Washington, I know, did did it um, you know on one of his records, and it's just one of those figure tunes. I figured, hey, you know what, people have heard it enough, but. We kept coming back to it. People kept asking about it, and I just liked playing it. So I figured, you know what? The vibe of this record, I think, would really lend itself to having a tune of, of this uh, this age on there. And, you know, it just seemed the perfect moment to put it on there. So, you know, this is our take on Take 5. All right. Well, you can pick up Andrew's CD, Everything Happens for a Reason, on his website, andrewneu.com. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram under the same name and on Facebook. And thank you again so much, Andrew, for giving us another chance to speak with you. Oh, sorry. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. And you have a great day. Thanks. You too. Take care, Mike. All right now, Andrew. All right. right, That was it. All right, thanks again. All right, so definitely check out Andrew's website, andrewnew.com, N-E-U.com, for this new CD, Everything Happens for a Reason. All right, Mike, what's going on in your area? Uh, Nothing much is going on in this area, Trey. Like I said, uh, you know, well, nothing I really know of. I'm just chilling this weekend, but uh, there's some stuff that I'll be trying to do uh, coming up. um, You know, uh, uh, trying to go to the Bethesda Jazz Club. They have some good shows coming and, of course, the Birchmere, and uh, we have the casino. They'll be having Mesa up there, I think, in the early part of December. So I may go check that out as well. So it's, it's, we, have, mm. we have some new venues that's, that, that's opening that, you know, they don't do a lot of promoting, so you kind of have to find, find out mm-hmm. about the show, find out. You know? mm-hmm. So you know, I hate when we have to find out when independent artists or, you know, a smaller artist comes to town because they don't promote it the way they promote the bigger shows, but... I always enjoy, you know, seeing guys come to town, so definitely we'll be checking out some of the shows at these newer venues that we have up here. And I also want to mention that Andrew will be here in February with Bobby Caldwell at the Chrome Showroom. This is at the Santa Fe Station Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas, and that is going to be on February 15th at 8 p.m., so if you are in town, Definitely check that out. Um, you can go to sclv.com for a list of all of upcoming jazz concerts here in Las Vegas. Um, right now, there's nothing scheduled for December, um, but yeah, looks like the first one is going to be Bobby Caldwell along with um, Andrew. So look forward to seeing um, him here um, as well. All right. Thanks to those in the chat room, a couple of guests. Um, Dabu One, thank you for joining us. If you're listening to an archive show, thank you so much for doing so. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. From Andrews, Everything Happens for a Reason CD, this is Take 5. Bye, Mike.
thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.